Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Live on the Evening Rush Network, real, raw, and uncut queens. Hi. Good, good evening, my queens. How are you today? Good evening. Yes, yes, yes. So, everyone, good evening and welcome. Oh, I don't drop my pen. Welcome to Queens the NYC podcast. Yes. <laughs> So one of our queens is running a bit late, but she'll be here. <laughs> so we're gonna hold it down for her, like we, we hold it down. Yes. Today, yes. Today, I'm very excited. I am very excited about today. Well, very excited. Because I am. You know, I came ready. I came prepared for the queen of all queens right now. Let we. She needs no introduction, but we're gonna introduce her. Please. Let's welcome Miss Keisha Eileen. Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. I am so excited to be here with you all today. I could not. I mean, as soon as I heard, I looked up what your what you all were about, and I was totally amazed. I thought you all are amazing as individuals. I was so excited to see. Um, hello, how are you? You know, all of the topics and things that you guys have um, been doing. You guys are doing an amazing job. You ladies are amazing. And so I just thank you in advance for even thinking of having me here. Um, oh, I'm truly humbled. You. I am, I am, I am, I am. Yes. I truly am humbled. So yes, you like to introduce yourself, um, you know, give a little bit of background about okay. on you, on you, on you. All right. So I can tell you a little bit about myself. Like I like to talk, so I want folks to know who I am. <laughs> so my name is Keisha Aline. Hello out there world. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Um, I am a Brownsville girl. Um, and I want you to know that I'm born and red from Brownsville. Um, and I am an attorney. I um, was running for civil court judge in Brooklyn's Municipal District 7, which is East New York, Brownsville, Bushwick, and Cypress Hills. Now, remember, East New York, Bushwick, Brownsville, and Cypress Hills. Um, and I'm running for civil court judge. Uh, I, was, I went to school in Brooklyn. I went to Nazareth Regional High School. And then I graduated and went to Thurgood Marshall School of Law in Houston, Texas, one of the historically Black law schools, mm. um, one of the six historically Black law schools. And for the last 18 years, I've been practicing as a corporate litigation attorney um, in both civil and Supreme Court. And then um, not only that, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I started my own business, Elite Visions Enterprise, which is a company that was designed to help bring leadership and development programming to uh, students and districts. So I go into schools and provide bridging the gap programming for students like public speaking, leadership programs, things along those lines. Um, and I also started a nonprofit organization, Collegiate Minds, which is medical income network for scholars. Mm -hmm. um, and that's essentially a program that's designed to kind of help our communities get to college for, with little, you know, little debt. 
Um, that's really what our goal is, is to really try to help that middle class, help those students to really get into college with little or no debt. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Aside from the fact that I've been mentoring students and mentoring people for many years, um, and with my litigation practice, I have helped many small businesses um, to start. My big thing, one of my joys and my passions of being a litigator or being an attorney is my ability to be able to help small businesses to start. You know, we all have dreams. I'm from Brownsville. I had a dream. And so, you know, my, my dream is to be an entrepreneur at some point. So, um, you know, the question becomes, how do we start those things? You know, how do we take it from the beginning to, to, and build it up? Um, That's so, as and, and you know, we all have those thoughts, but it's just how do we actually get started? And so, my ability to be able to step in as a lawyer and to help small businesses, help our communities to get better, um, is one of my passion marks. So, that's just a little bit about me. Um, you know, I, I just want everybody to know that this, this whole thing that I'm doing, running for judge, is something that's attainable for most. Um, becoming a lawyer is something that's relevant. It's not something that's like, oh my gosh, we can't do it. I'm from Brownsville. <laughs> okay. I'm not from so if you just dedicate your time and yourself, you can you can make it. You can do what needs to be done. So Okay. That is so I'm so excited. Girl, I'm like, girl, you This is when when um Envy told us that you were coming on. I'm like, yes, I this is where it's at. Like I just graduated with my um I just graduated with my master's in public administration. Oh, wow. So you know I was on you. I was like, let's go. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. And I'm just and I'm so excited um just to meet you, to be um in this conversation with you. You really have no idea. I'm, I'm super grateful. So just now, like you can see me smiling and cheesing. It's because you're a queen and I, I'm just happy to be here. So thank you to Envy. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Yes, honey. Yes. I'll be I'll trying. I'll be trying. So um a little fun fact though about your um Brooklyn Seventh District. Okay. That according to Brooklyn Public Library Archives, Brooklyn Seventh District Municipal Court was built in 1931. It was actually a storefront um on a brick Ooh. building at 31 Pennsylvania Avenue. That is correct. Really? Okay. Yeah, right <laughs> you know, I was super excited about that little she fun fact. Back. She said, Well, we about to have a lawyer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I can't even tell you. Like it's I, I truly am humbled. I love doing things like this. Just absolutely love it. And I love to see my queens doing great things um, and putting out positive information and positive energy to our communities because our communities need that so much right now. So this what you all are doing, continue it. It's just amazing. It's an amazing platform that you have. We thank you. We because I was kind of I was like, okay, what's gonna be in the next topic? Something different. Because every now and again we turn it up. Then we gotta mellow it down and then turn it down a little, down bit. a little bit, right? <laughs> so then I was like, you know what? And you had came to mind, and Josiah, like I mentioned, she um just she mentors Josiah as well on outside, and just she, I think you had called Josiah, and I said, yeah, I'm gonna get him. Yes. So it, everything okay. happened when it was supposed to. Yes, it did. Yes, yes it did. All right. So I know you mentioned the community service. So that I have a, a question about that. When when it comes down to public office, I know that a lot in a community we don't see the local 
um, politicians, politicians. Running, right. um, unless they, I mean, we don't see them in the community unless they are running for something. But however, you have been in a community this whole time putting footwork. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to know if you wouldn't mind sharing the community service um, that you have done or that you're doing right now that we could mm -hmm. participate in, you know? And we so much. It's so much. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. You know, one of the big things about being, you know, in order to become a civil court judge, right, here in New York State, you need to have 10 years of experience as an attorney and okay. you need to live in one of the five boroughs. That's the minimum mm -hmm. requirement to become a uh, to become a civil court judge, right? But what makes me different is the fact that not only do I have 10, I have 18 years of service mm -hmm. as a lawyer, but all of, I am the community. I'm the person right. who is from the community, who's doing the work in the community. Because I was doing that way before I even thought about running mm -hmm. to become a judge because this run, what's instilled in me is service. Brownsville raised me. Brownsville taught me to appreciate my communities. My church taught me to appreciate my faith. You know, these are the things that you gain from actually being within these respective communities. You know what your community's challenges are. You know, my goal is I would love to see a judicial system that, you know, understands the challenges that our respective communities face, right? A judicial system that has um, integrity and has the ability to provide thoughtful, you know, and equitable decisions, you know? So that's, that's kind of what we want to see from a judicial system. But in order to be able to get that, we have to have people who look like us, who are us, who understand our challenges, who know what it is to be, you know, a, an African-American woman in this, you know, in New York City, um, living in this New York City and what that what that means. So if you want these laws to, to reflect your views and you reflect your thoughts, you've got to start to value putting people on the bench that look in the community, right? But even if they didn't look like us, they more so have to relate with the community because you have right. people that can look like us and then still live out of state and exactly. still live out of right. town. You know, right. it's more so being hands-on in the community. You like need people that are, You need people in the community to service the community. Exactly. exactly. So they can and have so a better me, understanding, right? For example, like with the police department, they'll hire a lot of officer officers for the five boroughs, but they live in Long Island. Mm -hmm. They live in Suffolk County, you know, so they really can't relate. And that's why a lot of incidents tend to happen because mm -hmm. they don't know how to relate with the community. They don't know how to talk to certain people. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to understand, okay, this is how I'm going to break it down. This is how, you know, every situation requires different handling. Like you can't go in gun hole with the same training that they taught you. Right. So, yeah. you know. For me, it's really important. You know, like I said, I started my own business and I started my own business in 2015 um, to just kind of because of all the mentoring that I was doing with the young ladies that I've been mentoring for the last 18 years, over 20 years <laughs> at this point. Um, <laughs> like right. all the mentoring I'm doing, I started to see deficiencies in our community, deficiencies in our in our educational system. So I decided that, you know what, I have to I have to be a part of the change in that. I was like, you know, let me interject. A public speaking program into our community. So I started, Definitely. you know, building a debate program. I started building a public speaking program so that to right. teach our young, our youth, how to be able to advocate on their own behalf, how to be able to speak. They've got to have some confidence. 
Right, to get when you can speak in right. public, you have yes. confidence. You have confidence. And a lot of times, what you don't know, you can make up by, you know, your confidence. As it goes, the flow of it, right. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> you make it till you make it, okay? Sometimes. Make it till you make it. If you feel comfortable enough in your space. And so I realized that, you know, are you... Our, our, our community is struggling when it comes to writing, when it comes to writing essays, when it comes to speaking. And so for me, that was really important part of, you know, our culture and me being a um, me being a lawyer. That was something that I wanted to see put into the school system again, because they've taken all of those public speaking things like that out. And it's a necessity Absolutely. for our kids. Our kids lose out by not being able to do that. Other kids come to the table knowing what it is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we don't, we, we lose out. So I started my business to kind of repair some of that. And then it just grew. Like there were so many services that they just did not have. Leadership programs, all boys programs, all girls programs, um, you know, things that it just grew into something that it was just like the, the schools need and the districts need. And, and so it's really been a labor of love. It's really my passion work, something that I have been. And like I said, this is way before me becoming an attorney. Me, I'm me being out in the community serving at food pantries and things along mm-hmm, those lines and, mm-hmm. and giving food to people. That's that's just a part of who I am. That's who I, the culture. And so when we sit down and we think about how do we, who we want to elect to put on our, on, on you know, who we want to make our next judge, right? We have to start to value the concept that it's not just experience. It's not just, that's the minimum. You have to have the minimum requirement of 10 years of experience to be here. That's that's the minimum though. What we need is we need people who are from those communities to be able to represent our views. You know, obviously when we get on the bench, you're looking at the laws and you're you're going to be making your decisions based on the laws and the facts that are before you. But you know the struggles that these communities face. You know is when you sit down there, you know, so those things help in forming your mind around these facts and around these, you know, these laws. So it's 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 really important. And most times, most people don't know who, who's the last judge they voted for. Exactly. They couldn't tell you. They don't even turn over the ballot most times. Most times. Right, right. Right. We don't know. So we, we need to, what I, I encourage your listeners is that if you want to see change in your legal system, if you want to see change in any of your things that you want to see, understand that our country is based on laws. That's mm. what we are ruled on. We are ruled on laws. So when we start thinking about what needs to change, it starts at the laws, right? Mm. So we should be valuing our judges even more because those are the people who are making, who are enforcing the, you know, who are really setting the foundation and the framework. So we right. shouldn't go to the polls, maybe not knowing something else, but we should know who the judges are. So I right. encourage that everybody right. else right. to go to Ballotpedia. I encourage you to go to Ballotpedia and look up your ballot before you go to the actual, you can look up right. who's on the ballot before you actually get to the polls so that when you get to the polls, you'll know I'm voting for this person, I'm voting for that person. You'll know who those people are. That's, right. oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting that you say that because my family will tell you I am the designated person. <laughs> I know they hold ballot by district. I do not play. I let yeah. them know exactly who they should be voting for, but why they should be they should be right. voting. What is their agenda? And what wait, who views? Question before you finish that. What is it called again? So we could, so I could put it in the chat. Ballot media. Ballot media. Okay, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that in there because these people need to know. Mm-hmm. They be acting like they don't know. But go ahead, Miss. But Preston. it's not even just the ballotopedia. Also, um, Miss um, Keisha, before you finish, um, 
there's a time frame, like even something she brought to my attention. Um, there is a time frame allowed to vote with, I believe she said within the last five years, if you have not voted within the last five years, you have to re-register. A lot of people don't know that. Like there's a time limit that you have to be, you know, in the system, I guess. Let me elaborate. Huh? Oh, no, elaborate for us. Like, so, um, so if you, I believe it's three years. If you haven't voted oh, three in the years. last okay. three, I believe, then you are purged. You have the potential for being purged from the rolls. And so one of the big things that people need to do is they need to go and check and see whether or not you are still registered. And if you are not registered, you can get registered. You can register online. Mm -hmm. and you can go down to the Board of, Edu uh, right. Board of Elections. It's very easy. It's very, very easy. But what the problem is, is a lot of times we don't even realize that we haven't voted in a few years. And then we don't right. realize that we are not um, a registered voter anymore. So we need to go and, you know, and check and make sure of our status, just like we check everything else, right? Um, check, right? You know what I mean? Check and make sure that you are a registered voter because it's important. It really, really is. You, I, I cannot stress to your listeners, you have to start, we as a community have to start to value the foundational things that make us a community, such right. as the law. Right. Yep. Like that's what this country is ruled on. That's that's what that's what we do. And we have to start to value, you know, the thought process. Like, I don't know if you all are familiar with Sonia Sotomayor. You know who that is? She is a Supreme Court justice. Right. She's from the Bronx. Yeah. She's from the Bronx. OK. So when we start thinking about how, how far these things can take you. I'm sure that when she was practicing law in the Bronx, she never thought for one day that she might be a Supreme Court justice ruling on that state, making monumental decisions mm -hmm. and impacting thousands and thousands and thousands and millions of people, right? But right. she is. And so we have to really start to, I cannot stress the importance of valuing the legal process and the judicial process. We have to start to do it. We have to. So I urge everyone, you know, I, as I said, I'm going to be on the ballot in East New York, Bushwick, Cypress Hills, and Brownsville. That's where, but every district will probably, I don't know about every, but at some <laughs> districts will definitely have other judges on, and some of these races have several people in it. Take the time, right. just Precious said, look at their agenda. Figure out who they are. Make sure that this is the person that you're voting for is the person that you think will hold your values and and share the same things or thought processes that you have very right. important i oh i always say that i don't care who you vote for because at least you took the time to to vote right. you only care when you don't vote and then you complain complain you right no, right you have no room or no fight in this you know like you you have no horse in this fight no. Right, everyone is entitled to vote for who they want because their yeah. outlook's on it, correct? correct. Everybody needs to stand for something, right? Like, right, right. Stand for something because if you don't, you'll fall for anything. If not, right? right, so stand for something, figure out what whatever that is, whatever your side of the game is, believe in it, know that that's what you want, um, and, and stand for something, you know what I mean? Um, so it's really important, it really is important. Voting is people fought and, and died for our right to vote. They died for it, okay? Yeah, yeah. They died for it. And so we have to really, uh, you know, folks say, oh, well, why does my vote count? Well, you see why your vote counts now, okay? If 2020 didn't show you why your vote counts, is that meme that says why your vote counts, you know right. what I mean? Uh-huh. 50-51 sitting. 
checking in he said and he's like his birthday's june 12th <laughs> all right now so the birthday present to himself right that's right it's a birthday present to yourself early vote and not only that we're not just going early vote we're going to go to the polls knowing who we're voting for no. on top of that right. okay do your homework before anything you do that homework make sure you ask questions and don't read. go in time and your family you're the designated person right and in my family it's my sister so we will be sometimes we'll be in line yes. you know how you're supposed to have your vote like <laughs> you know how when you get your ballot you're supposed to go to like separate little things I'm sure enough being there, trying to be in there with her. Like, who are we supposed to be voting for, Simone? <laughs> yes. And and my cousin did that when she was in the booth this time around. She was like, because she lived in she lived in Suffolk County, actually. And I just was like, ooh, her, her, let me not say that. We on the we on the line with the with a um, viewer ex, Mr. Um, Terrence McLean. He stated, and why should we vote for you? Well, get in there, but go ahead. Like I said, you know, and I and I'll repeat it again, right? One of the, the in order to become a judge, you need to have ten years of experience as a as a as a, an attorney, and you need to live in the boroughs. That is the minimum requirement. I beat that. I'm 18 years, and yes, we. So, so you're technically overqualified. Everyone who comes to the table to become a judge is going to have at least 10 years of experience. That's the expectations, right? But okay. what makes me different is the fact that not, I'm a, I am the community person along with the experience, right? I'm saying, you know, my platform is justice with understanding, integrity, compassion, and experience, right? That's, right. that's what my platform is, right? So what makes me different is the fact that I am in the community. I am of the community. I work in this community. I do service in this community. And I've been doing that for years and many, many years. And I know front, front I hand, right. I know firsthand, I've seen you, the girls okay. lined up, they're at the churches, they're okay. doing Thanksgiving dinners, they're doing Christmas dinners, they're doing um, different shelters. A, lot, a couple of the girls called me and, and, and my daughter. 
they trying to put different programs together. It, uh, trust me, it's I'm I must say y'all actually surprised me because I thought it was just gonna, oh okay. And then yeah, once desire started breaking down to me, my I have an oratorical, I have this. I well, okay, well she be like, Well, what is all that? Right. <laughs> and, and if you can see the pressure, and I just see just from desire, and then the calls that they get in from each other, just like she mentioned, um, speech and everything. They took something simple as penmanship out of the schoolings. A lot of these children do not no, know how to, they write, don't know how their to write in script. No, they do not. They don't know how to write their name. And it, and it was and why and I mentioned that to say because my son is thirteen, and I I don't know if it was just for me sending him, taking him to the bank to get his his stuff situated. They told him the no, it was for his DMV ID. They told him to sign his ID, and he wrote it in script. And the young lady was surprised. And she said, how do you? He was like to, um, 11, 12. He said, I'm about 11, 12. She said, you know how to write script? I said, and this is why I don't play, because a lot of students and children don't know how to read and write, don't know how to articulate properly, do, know, do not know how to even write their name in cursive. When you're signing a check, there's no cat locks. You're supposed to cursive, squiggy, make it fancy. And they and took no all of that. Right. And they took all of that out of the school Away. system. And with seeing with with Miss Keisha doing what she does within the community with our young ladies, I was like, well, OK, I was surprised because when Josiah started doing certain um speeches and everything, even like the categories, I was like, well, OK, like they was ready for college essays way before the school started. Josiah was in here under pressure, like, Ma, I got to start my college essay. I'm like, but it's not time. But they got we got right. a deadline, and they they all the deadlines. They, they, they all need, they need right. to be applied Right. Our goal is to really try to um, try to give our students or our mentees and things like that the things that we feel will put them on equal footing with the rest of our community. Right. Yes. So that's really what the goal is: is wherever the deficiencies are in our school system, wherever our deficiencies are in whatever you know your home life, whatever it is that might be, mm-hmm. our goal is to try to repair that as best as we can. We work with the parents. We work yes. with the school system. We Definitely. all work in conjunction with each other. But the goal is to make sure that we are getting our communities back on track. The people that put our communities back on track have to be us, right? Because we care about these communities, right? So yes. if these are the people that care about it, we gotta we, we gotta take our time and our talents and make sure. And that's one of the reasons why I decided to run for judge, right? I have been in it, like I said, I've been practicing attorney for the last 18 years. So why now? Why did I decide to run? Well, last year was the reason why I decided to run. I looked at 2020 oh, yeah. that, you know what? If you want to be a part of this, the true talent of change, like if you want to be a true change agent, you got to be a part of the process. You can't on the sit on the sidelines. Well, not really, because you know I'm a practicing litigator. But you can't if you really want to be a part and you understand the true nature of the fact that this country is run on laws. Then you need to take your talents to the next level. So I decided that you know what? Okay, look here. Here we go. Let's go. 2020 was the 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 changer of it made everyone reflect on what they're doing and how right. it was the wake up call. Right, definitely. 2020 was the wake up call. Right, so. 2020 did that for me. 2020 said, "Hey, you know what? You need to that you need to now start transitioning your world. You're going to always be that community servant. You're going to always be that person that none of those things will ever leave you, but we can use you in this space as well." 
So I decided that, you know what, now is the time to take that run and become a judge um, in the civil court doing what, you know, and, and, and really try to be a part of something that is bigger than me. Right? I know that's right. Terrence yeah. has said something. The comment came up and then it went he fast. Said, are, he said, are you putting any sports programs for um, some of the young black boys that won't break parents' pockets? She's, she's so, a, I don't put together programs, not as a judge. What she's running for. She's running for that. I don't put together programs, but I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I don't put together programs. I wouldn't be doing that in my space or my capacity as a judge. But I will tell you this. I, like I said, I started a company by the name of Elite Visions Enterprise. And one of the strategic arms of my program, of my company, is a program called Power, right? And it's a pillar-based program that's an all-boys program. And what we do is we send our gentlemen in there, um, our facilitators, into the respective schools to do programming specifically geared to helping our community boys. So while I don't, you know, as a judge, I won't be enforcing or enacting anything along those lines. In my regular day-to-day -day service, I have in schools right now, my power program. Absolutely. Where we're working with the My Brothers Keepers grant. Yep. Um, so it's free to all of the actual students that are actually participating in it because it's in the school system, right? Yep. So mm -hmm. it's not, I don't charge any parents, any anything, but that's, I saw the need for young men's programming. Um, I sat down with some of my facilitators, my husband, who is a former Navy, um, a, forming, a former Naval Academy graduate and a former na Naval officer. Um, and we talked about what a young men's program would look like and what we should incorporate that into our programming. So, yes. He okay. said that's what he's referring to. Not We have said, power. <laughs> Power, our power program is in several districts, several schools, um, right there in Brooklyn and Queens. We have it in all the boroughs. Um, oh, nice. and, it's boroughs. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's more than just Brooklyn. Um, so, so that we are we are providing, you know, programming for our young men because we gotta they, listen. Amen. Our, that, that's our community. Like absolutely, we, absolutely. So we well, got well, questions. He know what he asking. But of course, we're going to give a shout out to yeah. our sponsors, which of course is myself, Envious Creations, and Rainbow Refreshers on the other side. Amen. We thank you, Miss Keisha. We have a cash app on here if y'all want to donate. Dollar Signs Queens of NYC is there. We are also getting ready to pay some bills. And any more questions, just please stand by. She will be here. So That's we're about to win it. We'll be right back. Don't run away. Right. We will be right back. Don't go nowhere. Let's play this commercial and we'll see you in a minute. Amen. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Next question. Um, just um to um answer to not answer, but to um say, teammate, I was not saying that I wasn't trying to make you feel like you didn't know what you were asking, but I, I needed you to go there. But you went there, and she and she answered the question. So as long as we got there, yeah, right? yes, he said he heard the program before, and they because he's a teacher, and they were oh, asking, and they yes, asked him to bring school. it into he's his in the school. school in Queens. 
Oh, wonderful. Which 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 school? Okay, because we are in Queens. Look, I'm about to say, don't give me the line because I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yes, we are definitely in Queens for sure. Uh, we're actually in a district right now where we're um, we're with the My Brothers Keepers Grant here in District. I think it's 30. Um, so we have several schools. There's a whole bunch of schools that are involved in the program for our Young Boys program. So we're excited about it. It's going well. It's amazing. Um, so yeah. Mm -hmm. So by all means, Envy has my information. She can let you know. <laughs> I will. I will pass yes. the information pass on. the information on, sister. Yes. <laughs> Y'all be working me already. I'm tired. <laughs> you be working you. You be working you. No. I wouldn't necessarily say that. Oh, but yeah. no. <laughs> but yes, right. any other questions that anybody on a, on that's watching have for Miss Keisha? Um, Precious, I know you have a, a, a few hey, things. Lisa, hey, uh, said, af good afternoon, ladies. It's good afternoon. Good evening. Well, oh, good evening, called Our, Our World Neighborhood Chartering School. It's in District 27. Okay. I, I believe we're in District where Our World Okay. So um, how about this? Um, Emery, do you know, do you know? Yes, she knows okay. him very well. But if you okay, want me to yeah, further information, in I definitely I want to say we're in his district, to be quite honest. I want to say it's 27 that we're in, or if not, 27 will be there next year. I know, um, that's right. Okay. So, because we're, we're, we already what? have some things, in, we have some things in place already. <laughs> That we're working through with that, so um, for sure, most definitely. <laughs> but how are y'all doing the programming now with the with the young men? Because I see what you offer with the young ladies um, due to COVID. Like I've noticed that y'all couldn't get together, so they dropped off material for painting, and y'all had an instructor on on Zoom, and then the, the the girls. Yeah, it was fabulous. That's when I say oh, I can oh, actually oh, fully oh, relate. Oh, because, oh, no, design oh, painting. Josiah painted and they had an instructor, like they made no, sure. No, that's what I'm saying. They had a virtual sip and paint. They had an instructor and they were at yes. home. They were and they dropped off the material, they dropped off the canvas, and I kept, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, are y'all doing now for the boys? Because I know the boys are more so, oh, I want to play football, or I want to play basketball, or right. I just want to so, be all over the place. So, what happens <laughs> is, is this um, you know, all of our programming that we've done, we've had to take to virtual. Um, we pivoted with COVID. And yes. we made all of our programming virtual. Um, yes. So all of the schools right now require you to be virtual um, for any uh, outside individuals. So what we'll do is we um, what's interesting um, for a couple of schools is like now that they're going back in person. What, what's interesting now is we have this virtual setting where we're we're teaching virtually, but the students are physically in class. So that's interesting, okay. right? Um, so they'll have their laptop or their iPad at their desk, and we're teaching virtually. So what that allows us to do is to drop off things to the school for the students. So if there's something that we want to do, um, we drop it off to the students. So if that's, you know, we want them to make something or whatever the case may be, we'll drop off the supplies to the actual school so that they have the ability to do whatever it is that they want to do. So the program is not just about, you know, the program is not really um, sports-based. It's yes. leadership based. So what yes. all of our programming is really about leadership. So we have, you know, in programs about for the young men will have understanding your image and your brand, understanding yes. um, dressing for success, Absolutely. Um, your civic responsibility, 
um, mm. understanding your civic responsibility, um, just straight leadership, right? And I'm um, glad that you mentioned that. You know, health for young men. Understand? Right. So those are the things that we're when we're doing when when our when my facilitators are facilitating. That's the type of programming that they're facilitating for these young men, and that's why I said like it's very important to understand and to have the people who are the people who are going to be in front of you when they're on that bench. You want to make sure that they have those values that they understand what these young men are going through, what these young women are going through. Absolutely. Um, as they're making their decisions over over their lives and things along those lines. And I'm um, glad that you mentioned that it's not sports-based because a lot of times parents and us, you know, a lot of us are, as ourselves, we, we look at it, well, okay, well, you need to do sports. And then a lot of times, like Mr. McLean mentioned, well, you're going to be doing sports and you're going to be doing this, you're going to be doing that. In my opinion, we tend to forget what they really need. Sports is not going to get you a college degree. Well, it could. Well, yeah. But at the end of the day, you still have... What is that? Five percentile? Even if it's that. But all, right. most, of our, most of our boys are not going to make it to the NBA, the NFL, the baseball not Most of our but boys aren't going to make that. I say that because in order to fill out a college application, you have to read a job write. application. Exactly. You have to be able to articulate and understand. And we have a lot of children that can read and cannot understand. And you ask them, well, what did this mean? And they no get their own breakdown. Right. right, and that's where, and they that's can't where comprehend. exactly, and that's where a lot of people we tend to lack in our community. We don't need sports all the time. We don't need football and basketball, like you mentioned, health and hygiene. There's quite a few young adolescents that probably don't know certain things, whether sexual or not sexual. Even though little boys you know, boy tend to not know how to properly wash themselves, absolutely, and young ladies as well. You be like, like yeah, young, young ladies as well. And you sit there, you like, but yeah, and, then, and, and that's why we go to it starts at home because a lot of parents can lack education on certain things too because of the way they were raised. I know a lot of times I'd be like, but Ma, you hard on me. No, I expect the best for you. You're going to do what's, what's expected. You understand what I'm saying? And then when we compare certain things, whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member, or even a next door neighbor, oh, but Ma, I can't do that. And sorry. And where's her mother or where's her father? And this is why you got 18 um, college acceptances right now when the acceptance day is not even here until next month. And this is why I have to break down a lot of stuff because it starts from home. It's not just sports. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what we as a community have to understand. It's not just seeing them do football. It's not just seeing them do basketball. Can he read and write? We have these young ladies and these young men know all the songs on TikTok, but can barely write their name. But can barely tell their numbers and stuff like that. And that's what we forget. We get blindsided with social media we get blindsided with tv we get blindsided with just the world but what what keeps the world going is the basic rewrite arithmetic and everything else and that's where we have to keep in the community and that's that's why i said i'm glad you 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 really mentioned it's It's, not just sports i think it's very important we have to like in order for us as a community to move forward, we have to start to value some of the fundamental things that make us great. And those things start with the ability to be about good education, you know, being able to understand. And, and this this concept of a good education is flawed for many reasons because the state, you know, just the, the nature of the, the segregation, all different types of things play a role. But the things that we can control 
the things that we can handle, we have to start to, as a community, we have to take ownership of those things. And we have to put those things back into our respective communities. So that's why I was saying, you know, it's very key for, you know, like my business to really go in there and to provide the services that we feel are deficient to these students so that we can say, you know what, look, at the very least, we're a part of we're a part of making something great happen. Like I tell people all the time, I'm a little black girl from Brownsville, right? Right. I'm Brown girl from Brownsville, right? That's that's me. Um, and if I can be a lawyer, you too can be a lawyer. And absolutely, I absolutely. I play sports. I play right. sports. I play volleyball all through college. I play basketball. I play basketball and volleyball through high school, and I play volleyball through through college. Okay, a portion of my tuition was played. Uh, from paying, playing volleyball. Volleyball, right, which is sports. Right. Understanding. That's right. college and do better things. That's yeah. right. Um, Ray B, he said many young women, um, men and women have trouble simply um, being able to articulate themselves. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's Absolutely. That's, that's what we're talking about. And so being able to understand that, you know what, we, as if we, and if, and, and my thing to the community is if you see that these are issues, what are you doing? How are we, what are we doing to be able to help to change that? Right. And that's right. a question that a lot of people can't answer. You know, like we sit back and we say, hmm, this is a problem, but what are we really doing to be able to change those things? And mm. all that have, everyone who has talents, you know, if it is that you just take one student and you take that one student and oh. mentor them or whatever the case might be, then that's helpful, right? So oh, we yes. have to start to, to work in that realm. And, and exposure, you know, so one of the big things that I want to say, um, you know, when I become a judge, I want to, um, when I become judge, I want to, you know, I want to open the court uh, house up to students. Speaking into existence, that's correct. That's right, put it into the universe. When should we come? I want, I want you, I want you, I want our students to be able to see what the courtrooms look like. I want them to be able to come. I want you to see what a mock trial looks like. Sit in the yes. court, see what it is. Because sometimes it's just you being able to visualize somebody else in that seat that you're like, hmm, I could do that, you know? Like that, right. I, I didn't realize, or, oh, it's not as, you know, we only think of the court system from the criminal perspective, right? Right. Or even or on TV. Only, right. Or, the t or TV, or right? Or TV, right. Law and order and everything else. Right. But to really think of it as a profession, as something that you want to do, many people will say, oh, I want to be a lawyer. But to how many people say, I really want to be a judge? You know, like that's, that's right. Perspective, you know, and and sometimes it takes you coming down to the courthouse, sitting in a room, watching a trial, what you know, t asking a judge some questions, looking at a judge that looks like you, right. looking at a judge that's from the same community as you, right. um, to be able to be like, hmm, you know, I do that. I right? Do that. You know what's crazy you know what I mean? that you mentioned. Because in, in other words, it's like they got to think out of the box from the people that they see, and. Right. For when Obama was in office, my one of my son's teacher had asked him, "What does he want to be for when he grow up?" And all the classmates was like, "Oh, I want to be like I want to be a singer like Nicki Minaj. I want to be a football player." And I actually cried like a little pump because he said, "I want to be the president." No, yeah, that's right. And even right, because it's a reality because no black boys have never had that. They exactly. really never had that dream before they saw Obama. Yes, and it was just like. That's what I'm talking about. And now, we got, see, yeah, and now we got and now we got Kamala. So you yeah. Yeah, little black girls was, now yeah, right. saying, oh, well, was, I could right. be president, vice president. I could be the vice president or the vice president. And and I think that that is what it's about. It is really about us trying to, when it comes to empowering our communities, um, really taking ownership of the fact that listen, 
we have to set examples. We have to be role models. We have to be, you know, even when we don't think we are a role model, sometimes it's just them being able to see you is sufficient enough, even if you haven't even talked to them or whatever the case might be, just for them to know that I can't tell you how many, I didn't even tell some of the young ladies that I have mentored over the course of years that right. have said, that have just sent me text messages like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I'm so proud of you, you know, just right. because they see, they're like, wow. I, I mean, just the, just the ability to be able to see that, oh my gosh, like I know somebody that's going to be a judge, like really? Right. We think of this judge position like here, you know? Absolutely. And so it's like, wow, okay, all right, you know? I have so, a question. Sure. Being that we're more so, de definitely we're more so, of course, catering to the generation, which are the, the children. Mm -hmm. What is it that is available for us, for parents and self, because it's a lot of parents that don't know how to be parents. There's a lot of parents that were not raised in a household of structure. Mm. So what is it, instead of, the, you know, like, um, people like this, certain parents... They need leadership, leadership for parenting. Is that what you're saying? Huh? You say, what can we do for leadership for the parents? Because some yeah, parents... That's what yeah, what, right, because there are a lot of parents that don't know how to parent, so they cannot direct and guide their child. So what yeah. is it that you have or is <laughs> what is available for them? Because because Miss Miss Mary can't teach Johnny how to read and write if she don't know how to read and write. You oh, understand what I'm saying? Okay. Now, now I see your question because I'm over here like um they gonna need some therapy first. Me, school parent like how? But not even more so that a parent. Not, a parent. not even well, that. Not right. How if I'm teaching if the because you know they tell you that. Your child's um first education, like your first um teaching, start in the home. Absolutely. However, right now it's like the roles are reversed, and it's and that's just how it is for generations because there are some homes that um it's not even that they're single homes. The parents are not um they lack education. They're not educated enough. Some some of right. these now even now you're seeing them breaking generational curses of being the first one in a um family to get a high school diploma at minimum. The first one to, to get a uh, associate's bachelor's in it, you know, but that that happens a lot in like um immigrant house households because no, this like, is what I'm saying for our community. Where, how can it be implemented? A lot of the, the the a lot of the children like they'll know how to speak English. English will be like their first language, not right. the mother or the fathers. So the the child has to be like. The trans the and 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 I think the one thing that um, we need to uh, just kind of think about is that I, I can speak for my family, right? Right. My parents, my father's father did not know how to read or write. Right. Okay? They was from Charleston, South Carolina. My family is from South Carolina. Mm -hmm. So they grew up during the time of segregation and all that other kind of stuff, right? So there right. was a genuine hardship that was put out there for them. But they fought to make sure that they got whatever it is that they felt they should have mm -hmm. so that they could better their family, right? right? So my father, though my father's father could not read and write, my father decided that, you know what? I need to know how to read and write. Absolutely. Okay? And while he had um, 
13 sisters and brothers and all that other kind of stuff, school, he made it important for him to be able to say, listen, I have to gain this. And so he became an engineer, right? So he decided that I'm, I'm flipping this script and I'm gonna become an engineer. And Amen. then he had to do the footwork to look for it. More. And so here's my thing, my thing to parents is this, if you know, somehow our parents, our, our, our families, when we were, you know, back in the days, we didn't have the ability to read and write, but they never stopped them from the desire of wanting to do those things. Right. As a, as a society and a community, we have to start taking ownership of the fact that we don't know something and we, we need to know something. Right. So we yeah. have to, start to yeah. search for programs that mm -hmm. are providing us with what it is that we need to become whole, period. Okay. Right. So if that's, if that's therapy, then that's therapy. If that's programs, that there are plenty of programs out there that will help you parents. There are plenty of programs out there that have adult learning. You know what I mean? Absolutely, so absolutely. This, that, and the next, you can, so, but we have to want to do that. We can't allow our, 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 um, our egos and our pride mm -hmm. to hold mm -hmm. us back from doing the things. Because like I said, my father's father could not read or write. Okay. And now look, you're running for judge, you know? Right. And, 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 but that it's it's about understanding where you come from and knowing that you want different, you know. Absolutely. Part of that is saying that yes. I need different. I want different. And actually, I gotta vote. I gotta vote. I can't vote for you. You in my district. I'm voting for you. All right. But no, they do in school when the when the principal is speaking and they and the kids agree, but they be like, don't do it. The kids be like. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. That's, I mean, it's really important to me. It's like, you know, we have to really, as a community, if we want our community, we have to take charge of our community. If yeah. we want our communities to look different, we have to know where our folks are, where our deficiencies are, and we have to really start to act. We don't know everything. We don't no, know. We don't, right. There are communities out there that they supply everything for themselves, okay? They Absolutely. And they're like, we got our own houses, we got our this, we got our they have their own community built. Absolutely. Now, I'm not saying that we need to be exclusive such as that. I am saying, however, that we have to start to support us. We have to really value the importance of being and, and realizing that our families need help. If our families need help, then we have to start to help our families. For instance, like I said, I realized that our kids need help. So I right. started program to be able to help them do that. So we realize that our, you know, and, and that's my that's my um donation to the to the to, to, to the, community. the community, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. of some sort. Like Precious says she's in pu public relations, correct? Right? Public administration. Public administration. Okay. So <laughs> the question becomes, you know, now how do you give that back to your community? You know I, what I mean? But I did I did do um because I want to go into youth um community youth development. What I did do, I, I was I spoke about this on the show like um a couple of episodes back, but basically um in the Bronx, because now I'm in the Bronx. 
So I went around the neighborhood um, of this neighborhood and I got some kids and I'm like, all right, well, let's start doing some things around the neighborhood. But the pandemic hit and it, it became harder for me to do. However, I did notice the resistance because one, it wasn't a sports program and two, it wasn't paid. And I was just so confused because I'm like, you know, I want to help these kids. I want to help and I'm one person, but I still believe in it. I have two, I have two teenagers. I'm a stepmother to three and I have two teenagers of my own. Wow. So, and then I have a cluster of nieces and nephews and cousins and I, oh, I love the kids. Everybody know yes, I love the kids. I love the kids. I love how they explore. And then I come from a family of educators. My mom right. was my grandmother was and my grand well my mom was because she passed away my grandmother is still an educator and so with the women in my family i have seen nothing but greatness but flip side the men on the men on one of my sides of the family um were not you know what i'm saying they they were not so you it's it's a real stark contrast between the two the women and the men in, in the family and so i get both sides of the coin because i could have been on any side of this coin but i chose the right side that you want to be better and we have to really start to think about making active choices in our lives to be better and it, it, but it, it takes self-reflection in order to be able to do yes. that. You have to be able to look at yourself and say, you know what? Look, there is in my family. You know, we have not. There, no one has graduated from college, and I'm gonna be that first person to graduate. Right. So you know what? Right. I'm gonna push myself to make sure that I get through whatever it is, whatever the deficiencies are. Try to find the right people to put me in the space. Get mentors. Do whatever it is that I need to do in order to be able to be that person. Yeah. And you know. And, and, and then our communities, the people, like like I said, I went to the historically black law school, um, Thurgood Marshall School of Law, right? And and their thing was protect it, improve it, and pass it on, right? That's mm -hmm. that okay. their mantra, protect it, improve it, and pass it, pass it on. on. Mm -hmm. so they, right. And so what they taught us was like, look, th these things that you that you have. You don't get you don't get the right to just hold on to those. You don't get the right to just keep or you don't get to pick and choose who is good for or who's gonna be for right. You have to give it back. You have to you have to improve it and pass it on to someone else. Right. That's that's me and my family. You know what I mean? My my father came from someone who couldn't read. My father then went and got, you know, educated himself or whatever the case might be. And then now you see me protected, improving, and pass it on. You know, that's right. There you go. I um I am is this is just like Great Ray said she said it also takes a good support system, even if you have to build that, that system from the ground up yourself. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Right. And that's that's that that's the, the village, you know what I'm saying? That raises the family. Like you you know, that's village. the village, right? You build your village, you have a friend who, who doesn't you don't have to have everybody, but you got one person who you know has a little bit of money. You got one person who you know that don't have no money but got a whole lot of education. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, right. You, whatever their talents are, right. one person and you take a little bit from here and a little bit from here. One person you that knows about stocks. You know, one person that know a little bit about stocks. One person. Okay, right. so let's talk to me about a stock. Tell me what right. that is, you know, um, so that we can start to build a wealth of knowledge. Building that, that support system is, is important, and, and especially for our youth. You know, we really Absolutely. have to focus on it. So. Right. Correct. 
Um, I had I know that Ray B has said a comment earlier, and it was supporting and building well-rounded young men and women is so important. And I yeah. I didn't want you know Ray to feel like we missed it, but it's so important for us to even speak on that because that is the truth. We that are, is the absolute truth. That's, that's the only way we should be raising these young men and women. So that's why when you said that you have the program, the nonprofit program for the um, for the youth, it was just like bingo because that's what kids need and like in the earlier a lot of parents is so bent on sports and mm-hmm. you know a parents in minority communities is it's a sports dream and i remember speaking with my son because he wants to play ball like he's a he always got a ball in his hand he got a ball in his hand right now he's bouncing it and i had to tell him stop. <laughs> <laughs> he always got a ball in his hand and you know i, I let him know i said you know ball is ball he, he say ball is life that's right his- I was like, you know, that's okay. You you bull is cool, but that education comes first. You absolutely owe me absolutely a bachelor's. I do want more, but you at least owe me a bachelor's. Like I owe right. Me, okay. right. exactly. Improve it, improve it. <laughs> you gonna give me? I'm I'm about to be in a doctorate whole program. I need you to at least give me a bachelor's. Make this worth it. It's I pushed you out. Make right. it for me. I don't, I don't. I don't want. I don't want them to be sold on sports. And I'm not taking anything from anybody who kids are in sports. Absolutely not. Sports is good, and you know it get the kids. Uh, like T Max said, the kids it brings them together. So that's fine. But I think that if we had programs um that showcase different things like engineering, like coding, like um debate. Definitely. The they they so like, I, anyway. As a sports person as well, Can like, like bring that together with the bacon. Right. right. So to, to, to my husband, like I'm a sports, I'm a sports lover as well. In my house, we are very, very big basketball fanatics. Um, you know, we are Knicks. Right now, the Knicks and the Nets are playing downstairs in my home. Oh, um, so we're, we're, we're big sports fans. And so I respect the um, what sports provides as a as a um, as a program. Mm-hmm. It provides leadership. There's a whole lot of things and values that you can get from sports, right? Very, very. It, it, it can if if done correctly. Let's put it like that. That's right. Correct. It got, it right. got you through school, right? That's how you. You said that's how you pay for some of your schooling, right? That's what I'm that's saying. What, that's what right. Ray said. You have to have well, a, you have to find a balance because for some of them, it can it can provide a way in right. for school. Right, it can provide. But see, one of the things that we have to think about is that you know you want to be able to make sure that your foundation is good because if for whatever reason I did not have a good educational foundation, I could have failed off, and then that scholarship is done. Right. Yep. So right. So you, it is very important to to have that balance, you know, even when you're in sports, because you do learn valuable things from being a sports player. There are valuable things that come from, from sports um, that I think some of our students can just learn just now. But um, you you want to make sure that there is that happy, because my parents were like, look, you can play sports all you want to, but Fs are for free. So as soon as you get an F, you come home and that's f- now free. Okay. So it's, we don't play that. Right. So that's, that's really how she set that up. It's like, look, you can play sports all you want, but recognize why you're here. Absolutely. Happy balance, you know? And when you give them more to look at, they actually surprise you. And I say that because like, for example, Josiah, when she told me what her major was for college, I was kind of like puzzled. I was like, well, what's your major? She was like aerospace engineer. I was like, Okay. Then I had to look. I was like, you want to work? She's like, yes, ma. I want to work on the planes or fly the plane. 
and then you and then she you sit the back. We get frequent fly miles. Girl, everywhere. <laughs> but then I, I had to sit back and I had to tell her, and I told her, I said, I like that. And just know it's okay to be different. You know, because yes. you have a lot of children that don't even think out the box, because I never would have even thought about that. You know, you would have thought simple business administration, sometimes computer science, which was my majors and stuff as well. And then, I, but I did tell her cosmetology is you can do it as a secondary because it's hands on, but you need a major and a minor. And when she hit me with that one, it was very, very surprising. And then when you sit back and you look at, well, she's in this, she's in that. You know, she does do sports as well. Like she's doing flag football. At one time she was in a band. She know how to read music and she know how to play the instrument. So when you give them a different outlook on just, it's just the block, then they, they, their mind starts going more. And then it's, it's yeah. it can be shocking. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always tell her. The, the world is bigger than a block. And a lot of people need to instill that into their children because playing just simple, simple, okay, I could do this. So yeah, I'm going to just do the doctor. I'm going to do this. Okay, be the doctor's boss. Whatever's over the doctor. You, you understand what I'm saying? And He's that's what you have to push for, you know? And it's good that we start giving them these different resources that's in the community. We just got to tell them where, where it's at and how to go about it. What, what was the comment? Oh, that was a comment that we said before. It was um, you gotta get, you gotta find a balance. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, balance is important. Yes. So yeah, so that's why I am um, running for civil court judge. I am really excited about the 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 whole process. Um, it's different. I'm learning in it, um, but I I really think that's important uh, to be to 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 make sure that you know who who is on the bench. And that they share those values that you share. Um, how does voting in your community affect your community? Uh, that's, well, that's, that's the topic. That was, that was our topic. <laughs> okay. That's what that was our topic. You already went over that. Yes, we already know. It, 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 like I said, look at 2020. If you ever want to know how voting affects your community, look at 2020. That's all I will say to that's you. Right, say, right. Like, look, look, especially if you live in Georgia. Right, exactly. <laughs> Look at right. Look at the differences to where how New York was handled versus how some other states were handled, and whatever the case might be, and you will see the importance of your vote. And yes. um, you but you will, you will also see the importance in the change um, agent too, because um, Georgia, though they right now they under Georgia is in a tug of war, but they still yep. got the Abrams. Okay, let's, let's, let's give it up for her because she is still working in that community. Yes. She, right, she, uh -huh. she's working hard too. <laughs> she has not, yeah. so you know, like you, you, you people like that. You see the importance of people in your community, like and getting out there, not just when it's election time. She's out there all the time. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like you, just, just like you, Keisha. That's right. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So what, when when asked what makes me different, it's that it's really that it's because she's always out and about in the community. Yeah, she ain't just a, oh, I'm just, about oh, I am. You know, it's time for election. Oh, uh, let me show up right. now. She's always here. No, right. That's exactly. one thing I can definitely say. I have. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have so I have once you. again, we thank y'all for tuning wait, in. Wait, follow, wait. Follow, wait. Follow, wait. <laughs> I have questions. Oh, we got more questions? Oh, okay. one, last question. Question. one last question. One okay. last question. Go for it. Miss Keisha, we need to know before we wrap you up, 
where can we find you? If someone yes, yes. to volunteer, how can they get you? Come on now. Okay. Well, it is com. Simple as that. That's K-E-I-S-H-A. A L L E Y N E dot. We got you too. Yes, yes. Thank you, Asia. I appreciate your vote. I appreciate. Oh wait, we got you. We got you three votes because every vote counts. So those three right there might take me over the hurdle. So make sure that your vote, your registration is up to date. I actually have to vote myself. Make sure every right, everything is up to date. I don't remember. I I know we spoke about it before, but did we speak about your um sorority life? Um, we did not speak about my sorority life. I'm gonna tell you this, right? My sorority life is really just all of what I've been talking about. All right. of the work that that's I exactly right. Is what I am a member of Zay Five Baby Sorority Incorporated. Hello. Okay. Hello. I've been a member since 1993. Yes. And at Bryant University in Smithfield, Rhode Island. So yes, I have done it all. But I will tell you one of the things: the tenets of our organization. One of the most important tenets is service, community service, and that is what that is how I. Um, no envy, okay, from all the work that we have done <laughs> with service. That's really with our organization. So if you, the sort, and when we start talking about organizations, just as a side note, and I'll go back to your your answer, Precious. Um, when we start talking about organizations that help to cultivate adults, um, those type of organizations do, okay? They, wow. I joined a sorority when I was 16, okay? Mm. And when I was in college, I was 16. So I grew up Zeta. Right. It nice, has cultivated right. me into the person that I am. It has given me the, you know, the, the a lot of the programming and things that I would not have necessarily <laughs> been a part of. So like I have I right to be your friend. Right. You right. Know what I'm saying? 96. All right now. All no. right now. <laughs> I like this. They might forget her story. <laughs> right. Exactly. I like the 90s babies. We do it. The 90s, right? So, you know, so you you learn organizations that you are a part of. You learn from the people that are in those respective organizations. They teach you things like I've learned some valuable lessons, not just from Zetas, from AKAs, from Deltas, from everyone, you know, because it's a real big community as a whole. Um, right. So you when we start talking about organizations that cultivate people are adults and young people to adults is that right. So my last thing is, is KeishaAline.com, KeishaAline, and on all platforms, um, which is Twitter, uh, IG, Facebook, elect Keisha, elect K-E-I-S-H-A, um, and it's Keisha at KeishaAline. Hey, sir. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Look, I'm about to say, I don't know who Michael is, but Michael was already on it. He did it, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Lambert is my okay. Spring '96 number two. Let's go. <laughs> spring '93 number six. Let's get it. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. right. Michael Lambert is my campaign manager. Yes. Oh wow! Hello. Nice to meet you, Michael. Be on it. Be on That's it, Michael. Right. Yes. Right. On it. <laughs> the amazing individual that he is. Um, and I want to remind everyone, just lastly, more than anything, is that we need you to vote and we need yes. you to make educated votes, educated decisions in your vote. I ask that you vote for me 
Uh, Keisha Aline, I'm running for Brooklyn Municipal 7th District, which is East New York, Bushwick, Cypress Hills, and Brownsville. So we, we need your vote. I need your vote. Go to uh, 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 KeishaAline.com and um, you can volunteer, you can donate there, you can do whatever, you can find out more information about me. And if you can't do anything, please pass the word on to someone else who might be in those respective districts because that's important as just as much. Getting the name out there um, is just an important. And June 22nd is the election day. June 12th starts early elections, but June 22nd is the election, the primary date. And November is the uh, general election. So we need you to get out and vote. Um, like I, when, when you think about what a civil court judge does, just a little bit of education, civil court judges are your people that handle yes, your small claims. They handle your small claims cases. They handle anything, landlord, tenant. You know, everybody's either a landlord or a tenant or something along those lines. So you want right. to know who those people are, right? When you get into your no fault accident, your car accidents, those are those are your civil court judges. So, okay. um, right, things so, that we tend to overlook and don't know how to find the resources for. Yeah. So, so you exactly make, to go to exactly. Right. That's so what you want to make sure that you know who those people are and you understand the importance of that. So June twenty second, we need you to get out and vote and. Um, KeishaAlene.com. K-E-I-S-H-A-A-L-L-E-Y-N-E.com. That's right. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Let me tell you, Miss Keisha, I don't know. I know you know Envy, but you about to know me. I, <laughs> know I am coming. I, I want to volunteer. I want to. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, I'm I don't. I don't know if Envy want to volunteer, but we could do this as a show. Come on, let's <laughs> well, go. Let's listen, go, let's I'm not go. always the, the the best person sometimes, and we know this. What you so mean? she'd be like, and then she'll be Her like, attitude. Then, <laughs> wait, ever, and then she'll call me by my name, and she'll say it like five times on the phone. But let can I? And I'll be like, vote, 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 yes. Yeah, and she'll keep yes. calling me, and then I'll be like, "Well, okay," and then I'll listen, or you know, I'll call her if I have a bright idea, or then Josiah call her and be like, "Well, Miss Keisha," and she, then they, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a whole big thing. She coming because she. She's coming. She's coming. I would love it. Whatever we, I love it all. I want okay. you. To do it. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having we me. Thank you. We appreciate everybody for watching. Please follow us on the links below. Envious Creations and Miss Rainbow Refreshers. We are working with Precious. Y'all gonna have her next thing up soon. Um, wow. big shout out to 108 Soul who shouts us out every Sunday on the radio from 12 to 8. Once again, 108 Soul. 12 to who eight. Shouts 12, um, 12 to 2. You know, I always I get it wrong. 12 to 8. <laughs> <laughs> DJ 2 he shouts us out every Sunday on 108 Soul. He's a, a, it's an app. It's various. It's on various platforms. Look it up. Please follow. Please listen to him between 12 to 2. Once again, we have a cash app if you would like to donate. Uh, dollar signs, Queens of NYC. That is podcast. us. It, it, Queens of NYC podcast. Podcast. <laughs> but we thank y'all for y'all support stay tuned next week we will be here and we might have to turn it up a little bit because we had to turn it cool it down a little bit this cool week cool it down. No. <laughs> this, this show was everything yes. thank you thank you we appreciate you we thank really you. appreciate this you. Was amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Thank you all for doing what you do. 
in Thank providing this platform for people such as me to be able to come and just provide you know some information so you what you're doing is amazing for our community you all are definitely change agents continue to do what you're doing we thank, thank you. you all right we appreciate you all right bye everybody see you next week <laughs>